Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. From our team to you, welcome to Season 2 of Convert Central. In Season 1, we've had the privilege of interviewing 15 converts across the months of Ramadan and Shawwal. This season, we have created a plethora of topics for every Muslim regardless of our background, our interests and our races. We pray that every podcast that we upload will be beneficial to you guys and meanwhile, enjoy listening to Season 2 of Convert Central. Welcome everyone to the first episode of uh, Just Asking. I'm Aisha and I'm here with my co-host Shahrul to begin this exciting and new short series. So before I begin, let me just start this off with a small introduction. Just Asking is a platform for born Muslims to learn more about converts and we started off by collating a few questions. And now we have two converts, Brother Ali and Sis Jamila, to address and answer these questions. Now I will pass the time to my favourite CC member, co-host Shahrul. We hope that both converts and born Muslims can benefit from this short and sweet series. Brother Ali and Sis Jamila are very good friends of Convert Central. You may have heard Brother Ali from our previous podcast and you may have seen Sister Jamila on our Instagram. Alhamdulillah, she is a part of our team as our finance director. Let me pass the time to the both of them so that we can actually find out a little bit more about them. Okay, hi everyone. Um, I'm Jamila Josephine and uh, I actually just converted last year during uh, Ramadan period. Um, yeah, and I'm still very new to Islam actually, still a baby. Um, yeah, and I'm actually, um, I'm 44 this year, yes, and I'm uh, trained as a nurse uh, working in the social sector. So um, my journey to Islam is um, truly humbling. And uh, um, yes, and I've actually been in touch with um, different religion because I'm born as a Buddhist um, in a Buddhist family, Buddhist Taoist family, and uh, I grew up in a Catholic school. So um, after that, I actually was uh, really looking for um, different religion and to understand different religion and all. And I um, happened to get to know. Krishna consciousness, which is uh, more towards Hinduism, and that's where I was a vegetarian for actually more than 15 years, yes, and um, it's only about two, three, three, three years ago, um, I got to learn more about Islam, and Alhamdulillah, um, I cleared a lot of uh, my doubts in Islam, and that's how I'm here today, yeah. Alhamdulillah, how about Brother Ali, do you want to share your brief glimpse of your convert journey? Okay, hi, first and foremost, uh, Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi to everyone. Uh, greetings to uh, the team of Convert Central. Uh, before uh, I even begin, I first would like to thank all of you for, give, for giving me the opportunity once again to uh, share my thoughts in this uh, podcast. And okay, Alhamdulillah, so I believe like Brother Kevin mentioned earlier, I am no stranger to Convert Central. This is probably my third time. Um, sharing something. So my name is uh, Muhammad Yusuf Ali. I embraced Islam in 2008 and I was 15 back then. Yeah, so if you do the math, you'll know that I am 27 now. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I was uh, born in a Hindu family and then when I was in search of uh, um, uh, learning about religion, I was, I was you know, uh, very keen to comparative religious studies and all. And finally, I embraced Islam at the age of uh, 15. And currently, I am uh, working in Darul Arkham, the Muslim Converse Association, and I'm also, um, you know, uh, 
taking my part-time studies in Yan Polytechnic. Okay, so I think that's all for my very brief profile. Alhamdulillah. So like as both of you mentioned that you all actually were searching for Islam uh, during your convert journey before you all decided to embrace Islam. So like moving on to my first question that a lot of people submitted actually. How do you choose Islam considering the negative images that are being portrayed on media? Especially like on social media, on mainstream media, there's so much of negative images and negative stereotypes that comes with Islam. But how do you like manage to filter all this and decided that, okay, Islam is the religion that I want to embrace? Um, okay, for me, I think it's very much like Islam found me and not I find Islam because, yeah, um, along the journey, I would say that I've been searching for God um, because of all the ups and downs that I've went through in life. Um, I've learned uh, that I can only depend on God and I do not really um, know God because at that time, I would say that I'm a polytheist where I actually believe that um, God appears in different forms and different images and all. Yeah, so it was later when I study and understand Islam, I learned that it's not uh, what I understand and that was really very humbling for me and this is why my journey is really humbling because of a lot of misconceptions that I had before um, from others about like what you mentioned earlier, the negativities, uh, the negative image and all this. Um, I start to learn that it's actually the opposite, which is really a very beautiful religion. And uh, yeah, and maybe what I've went through in life just um, didn't stop me from doing what I really believe in and um, what I think it's right to do. Yes, because at the end of the day, I, I learned that it's ultimately my relationship with God and it doesn't matter um, what others see and how others see. And it's also through the journey that I understand that there are some people who are very much into the extreme part of um, the religion. And that's where um, moderation is always the, the right way to go. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. So basically what you're trying to say is that uh, it's key to like get knowledge from the right sources and also understand that yeah, moderation is key in religion. Yeah. Uh, what about Brother Ali? Do you want to share your answer? How do you manage to like uh, filter all these negative images that surrounded Islam and still surrounds Islam, unfortunately. Right. Okay. Uh, to begin with, like I said, I embraced Islam in 2008 and back then, um, social media wasn't really, uh, wasn't really a thing. Uh, you know, when I embraced Islam 12 years ago, to begin with, there was no even smartphones. You know, the invention didn't uh, came about yet. So therefore, I had very least access to um, probably the negative images that you are referring to that is always circulating online, which, like what we are seeing today. Okay, that's one. And uh, on another hand, I would also say that for one who is um, in this path of striving to find his religion, his, his God, um, it, it doesn't make sense when he is being swayed away with those humanly actions that has been portrayed in the name of the religion. So if you ask me personally, my advice would be also uh, to those who are seeking religion and trying to find out the truth, uh, like also like Sister Jamila said, you, you, you can't uh, see that through the people. You know, humans, they make mistakes. So I never, uh, I never judged any religion based on um, 
the, the characters of the people. Like for an example, you know, we also have we are living in a country where we have Buddhists, Christians, Hindus, and, and many other religions, and they all do mistakes, just like Muslims do. We all do mistakes, but till now, I wouldn't deny the fact that all religion teaches nothing but only good. We have to always accept that, although we are Muslims, but we have to always respect that all religion only only want people to do good and and you know uh, believe in the divine divine will of God. When 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 you look at from that perspective, I think um, all these social media images or even articles about Islam is never going to shape me, or I would rather say it's never going to portray a very bad image about Islam to me. Because in the end of the day, when we go down to the authentic source of the Quran and the uh, and the Hadith, the prophetic saying, you know, uh, those are just uh, uh, guidance to us to be in fact better than who we are and not. To be those who we are seeing on on the media today, yeah. Well, Alhamdulillah. So, like uh, we have heard before, actually Islam is perfect, but uh, we people are not. We are constantly trying to learn and to be better ourselves. So, like what Brother Ali has shared, uh, it is important not to judge a religion based on like the actions of a few, I guess. Yeah, with all the negative images portrayed against Islam, I think we all agree that the religion doesn't preach such teachings. I believe that no religion, whether it be Islam, Christianity or Judaism, uh, none of them preach the ideas of violence. Every religion is thought to be God-fearing and to teach its followers to be people which bring benefit instead of harm or violence. And I feel that the media shouldn't regard the whole religion by the actions of some men. Okay, moving on to the next question uh, for the two of you. Do you guys feel welcome in the Singapore Muslim community since it's predominantly Malay? And have you guys ever felt discriminated in the Muslim community just because you're a convert? Um, okay, personally, I don't feel discriminated. Okay, but I would feel that, um, yes, a lot of time I... I, as long as um, I assalamualaikum with people who um who are Malays and I mean um yeah they they will tend to take me as a Malay and they will want to uh, speak Malay back to me which I wouldn't understand so that's where I feel a bit stuck but um I wouldn't feel discriminated but yes um I would say that it's very much my personal thinking and also how I feel individually because um I I do feel a little bit like um outcast in some way when I go to masjid and all because a lot of um uh a lot of uh, the teachings and all are also in Malay which I couldn't I, I couldn't understand. Yeah. Um but that is just how I feel personally. So I wouldn't say that it's a form of discrimination. Mm. Yeah. Uh actually I, I relate to you because uh, being an Indian Muslim in Singapore itself I feel like a minority and sometimes I do feel out of place when I'm not really able to understand the lectures, understand the language during lectures. And also uh, sometimes I feel that I've lost out on a lot of uh, beneficial knowledge, um, being, not being able to understand the language. But alhamdulillah, currently I see like a more diverse pe- uh, perspective coming into the Muslim community. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so how about yourself, Brother Ali? Uh, have you ever felt discriminated in the Muslim community just because you're a convert and not a Malay yourself? Okay, uh, well, my first point of uh, embracing Islam was in actually a mosque located in Chinatown, is Masjid Jami Chulia. And that's a mosque which is mainly catered for the Indian Muslims in Singapore who speak Tamil. So definitely I didn't feel that left out because I was surrounded all by Indian Muslims who speak Tamil. 
And then my next step was to, of course, uh, approach the Rorakam to further uh, officialize my conversion ceremony. So I shall take this opportunity to promote my business and say that for converts, please come to Rorakam. You will not feel left out. You meet, uh, you will meet whites. You will meet. Uh, Filipinos, you will meet Chinese. So definitely, Darokam it's 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 a it's a global point for all Muslims around Singapore that you will never feel that you are being outcast outcasted, all right. But of course, uh, having that said, um, back then there were very uh, minimal number of uh, asatiza in Singapore who teaches classes in English, and majority of them were in Malay. So therefore, when I tend to attend classes and all the yeah, there there are times where I've encountered Muslims either they just see me as a Malay, and they even forget the fact that I'm an Indian, although I don't look that Malay and I look a bit German in person. <laughs> just kidding, but yeah, as as I was saying, there are times where uh they they make me feel like I I have embraced a race which is called Malay, but. Uh, you see, Islam is all about being positive. So how I see it is that actually that is the beauty of the uh, our uh, Malays from the older generation. The moment someone embraces Islam, they embrace them, embrace that convert uh, to be part of them in their family. So if you look at it from that perspective, you will feel you will feel very honored that actually they make you look like a Malay. They address you and they they they, they acknowledge you, they acknowledge you as a Malay, and that is for no other reason but it's because they have your best interest in heart and they're just making you part of their family and I think that it's an honour to be honest right yeah I actually agree with that and I think Islam is not limited to just Arabs or Muslims or Malays in our society specifically it includes everyone despite their differences in races and I think uh, that's the beauty of Islam in itself and uh, sometimes being a Malay Muslim myself Signing up for classes online or physically signing up before a uh, circuit breaker seems to be very second nature to me. Like, I don't give much thought about the language it will be spoken in as I'll consider myself being proficient in both. However, being friends with non-Malay Muslims and having Malay Muslims who only converse in English makes me wonder how truly blessed I am. And so uh, when I go to these functions or to these classes, I normally just take notes and then share with them after class. Uh, I feel also that the masjids are actually very wel- welcoming in having talks in various languages. Like my local mosque, for example, they have their Tamil Bayan uh, monthly sessions. And also with circuit breaker currently going on, I've also noticed that there are some courses online which also caters to those who are unable to hear as they offer courses online which have uh, sign language uh, interpreters. And I really feel that this actually really bridges the gap between everyone. And this will actually allow all of us to actually increase all our, uh, ilm, you know, our knowledge. Yeah. So uh, I will now pass the next question towards uh, Aisha. Uh, Alhamdulillah. But like as moving forward, I realize that every Singaporean is, is understanding more and more that Muslims are coming from all walks of life. You know, there's a diversity. As like Allah SWT has stated in the Quran that he has made us people of like different tribes so that we may know one another. This has like, uh, made it a more inclusive society, I guess, uh, as we are moving forward into the future. I've seen like Bengali Muslims, I've seen Indian Muslims, uh, yeah, all Muslims from all walks of life coming together to like uh, speak up about the issues and to uh, provide a more inclusive society. So uh, moving on to the third question, uh, are there times that you wanted to leave Islam or do you ever feel like giving up and like how do you stay motivated, especially in a time like this where holding on to the religion feels like holding on to hot coal 
how do you like um keep yourself on track and how do you feel motivated? Inshallah, that will not happen um, because I just embraced Islam last year. Yeah, and um, but honestly, I did feel um, very much overwhelmed, especially this Ramadan when uh, COVID situation and we can uh, we we can only pray at home and all, and um, yeah, and I was overwhelmed because I feel that there's so much to learn and so much I don't know. And um, yeah, and I really was a bit lost, especially um, also just this year, I lost a very strong pillar of mine in Islam, which is my god brother. And um, that makes me really like um, nearly crash lah, in a way. But Alhamdulillah, um, that also makes me stronger because um, it's also, it's also, um, it's also this uh, so-called... Um, situations that allow me to reflect um, back and um, living Islam is never in my mind because um, no matter even how hard it is right now that my parents are not totally supportive, are still having even negative um, thoughts about Islam and all. Um, but I'm, I'm glad and inshallah um, I will get closer to um, Allah instead of getting further from him because um, he is definitely my lifeline and I'm glad that I found this lifeline and um, I'm going to hold on very tight no matter what happens inshallah inshallah we all hope for the best in everything that we do uh, how about you brother Ali are there times you wanted to leave Islam uh, times when you feel like you want to give up and if so how do you stay motivated Okay, uh, firstly, na'udhubillahi min zalik, may Allah save all of us and grant us hidayah and tawfiq and usnul khatimah, inshallah. So, um, of course, uh, there are challenging times where you tend to lose, uh, I, would, I wouldn't really dare to say faith, but of course you tend to lose confidence in whatever that you're doing in life and you feel like, um, uh, well, Islam was a religion that you have embraced and it was meant to be something that uh, I mean, it's just meant to be a protection for you from refraining from doing silly things and how my why am I feeling like this? You know, you, you tend to go through uh, phases like this. Uh, but um, you see, when when we when we converts, when we embrace Islam, we embrace Islam with a full conviction of submission to God. And of course, uh, part of our testimony is also uh, the six articles of faith. And in the Arkanul Islam, it is um, clearly written that every actions, good or, bad, good or bad, it originates from Allah. It's in the divine will. So when one who embraces Islam with all the clauses that comes together with it, with full conviction and belief, uh, I think I think any kind of challenge will not lead you to renouncing Islam. That is for sure. All right. If if you do, then if, if one really feels and also has really committed to such a to such a decision, then I should say that the person does it, it didn't even embrace Islam in a conscious mind because um, we as Muslims we believe that everything that we do in our life and everything that's been bestowed upon us is all uh, by the favors of our God. It, it's all administered by Allah. So when we and of, and of course our teachers and all the timely they give us this reminder that uh, this life is temporary and with pain comes ease and, and it's repeated twice in the Quran. So when we when we know all this, 
inshallah we should not even have a thought of renouncing islam of course it's okay to feel sad after all we are humans and and even our prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he has emotions he feels sad he he even gets upset sometimes so as humans it's common for us to feel this way but uh, ultimately we should all believe that this life is temporary this kind of negative emotions are also temporary he should not uh, allow us to make a uh, rash decision by just a little trial that has has been has, has that has befall upon us so with that i have never thought of renouncing islam uh, however in order for us to stand strong like this our teachers will always tell us the more you seek knowledge the more you learn the quran and the more you meet teachers and and get a better exposure in islam you can you will become stronger in your faith you can advise yourself and even better if allah wills you can also advise others so without the knowledge of islam just by embracing islam of course definitely you will not know the solution out of your problem so my my advice to myself and my friends will be always as long as you seek consistent knowledge about islam you will be free from of, uh, doing this kind of uh, mistakes by renouncing and all alhamdulillah Yeah, I totally believe with all your points. Uh, we all have our lows, and we all have our highs. Yeah, we pray. We pray to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala for continued hidayah and protection from things that may adversely affect us spiritually. I feel that the environment that we are currently in and the friends we interact with can actually help us and influence us to get closer or actually further away from Allah. And we hope that the former will be the one that we experience always. surrounded by sincere individuals who remind us about Allah's presence. Thank you everybody, Sis Jamila, Bro Ali and Shahrul for like uh, providing such beautiful insights. So this marks the end of our segment. We hope everybody has benefited from this session and has learned more. So just summarize briefly about the points that uh, both Sis Jamila and Brother Ali shared. Uh, so summarizing, we should always learn Islam from the right sources. Uh, we shouldn't, uh, like Google is not our teacher. We should go to the right teachers. We should uh, go to the masjids and approach asatizas to like ask questions and learn Islam from the right source. And also, we um, there is strength in diversity. So instead of looking at diversity as something uh that would make us feel excluded. we should look at diversity as a strength and we should get to know one another so that we may learn from one another and we can better ourselves and last but not least we should also strengthen our relationship with Allah Subhanahu taala so even during our low points we can always rely on Allah Subhanahu taala and we should learn more and gain more exposure and tests and hardships are always common in life uh, that's something everybody goes through but what we should not go through is ever thinking of leaving the religion just because we are going through something difficult and to attain that we should basically uh, learn more and keep our relationship with Allah Subhanahu wa taala consistent alhamdulillah thank you uh, sis jamila and brother ali uh, for mm-hmm. providing your insightful opinions and uh, feedback we hope that this session has been beneficial for everybody listening thank you Alhamdulillah we will end our session for today with tasbih kafara and suratul anasr. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika asyhadu alla ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim wal asr innal insana lafi khusr illa alladhina amanu wa amilus salihati wa tawassaw bil haqqi wa tawassaw bis sabr. Inshallah we will see you guys once again next week for our next podcast. Till then see you and thank you.